know most places. And by that, I mean everywhere that's hospitable. Yeah, I mean, I really want to go to Iceland. Yes, that sounds awesome. It's like my Nordic ethnic center of myself you... comes yeah. out. Well, I'm mostly Irish. Hey, same. But I'm German too. So. Same. Eastern European. Yeah. Yeah, that and then on my mom's side, strangely enough, my my grandfather was a large bit of it uh, Native American, Cherokee side. Oh, nice. So Lord knows that came to me in zero percentage and I got red <laughs> hair and freaking sunburn all the time. Right. Yeah. Sunburn. Yeah, it's, I'm German and Irish, but my last name is British. And I'm not I have a very German last name. Yeah. Barracks. 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 Yeah. Kraut. Very Kraut. Very Kraut. Awesome. Hey everyone, welcome to the Nashville Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan, and today, Christian Barracks is the guest. Welcome. Hello. Good to be here. It's been very hospitable. We've already jammed, fam. We've already jammed. Maybe we'll jam again. I'd imagine so. Imagine so. How are you doing? Good. Yeah? I washed the hell out of my car today. Oh yeah, you've got the detailing. Yeah, I've been doing that. I washed the outside of my car, and then, dude, I just got a new steamer, so mm -hmm. I've been fucking steaming the hell out of the inside of my car. It's been so much fun. I just found... It's like a new toy. Yesterday, on my lunch break, I found a huge spot on my fucking, uh, the hood of my, not the hood of my car, but the inside, like, what would you call that area of the car? The cabin? The, yeah, the top of my cabin. Um, like the roof? The ceiling, yeah, the ceiling, the upholstery, the the, yeah, the upholstery the on the ceiling, the ceiling upholstery. Yeah, there's a big ass like looks like blood or coke, like coke or uh, coffee. It's dark. Wow. Well, after this, maybe I can diagnose the problem and help you suck it out. Oh, I mean, I've got some. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed. I've, I've always got, some, got my little got some things. Cool little tools. I like that. I like that about you. You usually got some sort of. <laughs> You, you are you are very much a Swiss Army of a man. Swiss Army of a man. Yeah, wow, seen, I've not heard that one. It comes out. I like it's that. It's a very good attribute, I think. Thank you. Well, it's a Swiss Army knife. This is the podcast side. Yeah. <laughs> the, see? And there the chilling side. Right? And having a good old time. You fuck, play drums, drums. 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 Cleaning cars. Cars, podcasting, serving up coffee, staring at things, staring at things. <laughs> Very important <laughs> to one psyche. Zoning out. Yeah. Anyways, so you're from Texas, right? Yes, sir. Dallas, born and raised. Lived there till high school, and then went to New Orleans. Went to college there, and then moved up here. Nola, or uh... yep. What is it called again? New Orleans uh, University. Oh, it was Loyola. Loyola, mm -hmm. that's what it was. Very cool school. Uh, didn't really learn much, but like life experience in college, everybody fucking needs it. Yeah. In my opinion, party. When New you Orleans can. was a yeah. New Orleans was a wild fucking time. Very good. <laughs> you know, you get it out of your system. Nah. Nah. Yeah, for, for, forever. Uh, forever young. Yeah, I feel that. So once you moved from New Orleans, you came here to Nashville. Mm -hmm. What are some like your earliest musical memories? Or like, for everyone listening, Christian here plays bass, and you play what? What other instruments? So I've got, I play I play bass in some bands, and then some drums in some bands, and then I've got my own project that I play guitar and sing. Okay, great, awesome. Yeah. Well, when you were first starting out, like, what initially was it an artist, a band, someone? Oh shit! What, like, what when you're a child, like, was the was the turning point? So hilarious. So I was like always into music, and and it's funny because like, not too many memories of being young, but definitely like two really funny memories, and like I haven't thought about this first one because you said like, what was like a like the first song or whatever. And I was like, holy shit. I remember my mom telling me that my first, like, 
like song that I like really fucking got into. I was like in the car just like as a little tot and I was jamming out to Bullet with Butterfly Wings by Smashing Pumpkin. Damn, hell yeah. Spot on my rage, I'm still just... <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like in the backseat getting stuck in my seatbelt because I'm just fucking jetting around, you know? Man, that's some hard shit. But, and then I remember fucking saving up money. Like the one of the first things I saved up money for was the ACDC Bonfire box set. So, like, before that came out, I was already saving up because I knew it was coming out. I fucking loved ACDC. How old were you at this time? Dude, I have no clue. I was young. Uh, shit. Before 10 years old? No, probably about, about there. Oh, okay. Middle school? Yeah. Yeah, that seems right. Like 10, like 5th grade through 8th grade kind of thing? No, younger than 8th grade for sure. Man, I don't remember when that shit came out. No recollection. My mom was driving a Honda Accord whenever that time was. She had that thing for a while. I remember her also, there was one day she fucking came into my room. No, this like, this shit never happened. I was like, okay, what's up, mom? That she came in my room, but she woke me up and was like, yo, you want to go to Target and pick out a sweet CD? And I was like, yeah, sure. This sounds awesome. And then she was like, hey, you want to go to the mall? I was like, yeah. Hell yeah. She's like, I remember you really wanted the Heelys. And I fucking got Heelys. And I was like, I was on I was on cloud nine, right? Like even 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 the CD, I was like, holy shit, this is the coolest stuff. Like explicit boxcar racer. Fucking hilarious. And then I'm wearing like blue camo fucking shorts down to like my like lower calf and like pulled up tube socks and like a dragon shirt that I wore backwards. Like fucking straight up remember, I, I could see it in third person this whole day. And then she's like, hey, do you wanna go to the fucking, uh, you wanna go to the Greenville Arts Festival? Or not Greenville, it was uh, the Deep Ellum Arts Festival. And I was like, oh my God, I get to just like fucking wheelie around all day and listen to bands? Yes, please, mom. Fucking wow. day. So that was definitely a turning point in music and like things that can music do for you. Cause like, I remember that because I got this boxcar racer and I had that forever. Dude, fucking Tom DeLonge you know? and Travis Barker. Hell yeah. Fucking good shit. My, my preferred. Travis Barker was the reason I started playing drums. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Who are some of your favorite drummers? John Bonham, Danny Carey, Stuart Copeland, yes. Vinnie Caliuta, Bill Bruford. Mm -hmm. um, Trelock Gertu, Lenny White, Stephen Adler of Guns N' Roses, I like him. Chris Adler of Lamb of God. I saw Lamb of God once, and not your favorite. It was kind of sloppy. I thought. Uh, they're you know. But I don't know. They could be I'm not, awesome another day. I don't know. I, I like them, yeah, but I'm, probably not a favorite drummer of mine. I don't, yeah, I mean, if we're gonna go that route, or like. I mean, well, he's not even in the same vein as music, but I would say Danny Carey for double bass Ooh, drums. Oh, yeah, you know dude. I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, Tool. He feeds that kind of like... Tool gets it. Primal, kind of like drive to play music. Mm -hmm. And then Stuart Copeland, dude. I love dude, Stuart the police. Copeland, dude. God. I saw the police one time. You saw the police? Oh, yeah, baby. And oh, they fucking... God. They fucking kicked... Oh, they sounded like the record. They kicked ass. It was really cool. We had like kind of far away seats. And then there was like no one sitting in the seats like way above or like way closer, like by the bar. I was like, mom, can I go up there? She was like, yeah. Fucking went up there, rocked out. Their guitarist was wearing a fucking South Park Kenny strap. Andy Summers? Yeah. He was wearing a South Park what? South Park guitar strap. <laughs> Hilarious. That must have been Dude, say South Park guitar strap a couple of times. Right? South Park guitar strap. South Park guitar strap. South Park guitar strap. Yeah. It is It's a fun one. That must have been in two thousand seven. Yeah. Because That sounds right. Two thousand seven, two thousand eight is when they were on tour. And two thousand seven Bonnaroo is like was like the in my eyes. One of the best bonners, because guess what the lineup was? What was it? The police and Tool. 
It was like my also and some other bands, but like it all like, comes together. I was dude, like two, two of my favorite bands, two of my favorite drummers. God, yeah. man, did I not go then? Canary in a coma. The way his sticks just bounce off the drums, yeah. Yeah, he's fucking killer. He's got the rebound is so great. He doesn't like get in the way of his sticks at all. Yeah, he's definitely. I mean, I'll never forget the first time I heard the sound of like a snare drum hitting a crash symbol like in don't stand so close to me he whips that fucker <laughs> fuck yeah dude <laughs> he plays tama too right oh yeah that's why i got a start class. that's dude he was the reason i got a tama kid that's awesome i mean he is maplewood i have bubingo but because i didn't want the same Your kids bubinga yeah i didn't want fucking the, right yeah i didn't want the same wood as him so I want it, like, I love this sound, but I was like, I gotta have my own sound, yeah. my own wood. Yeah. Well, you gotta get some Octobons. I know, dude. I Octobons. Have, I have five Rototoms. <laughs> I've seen your Rototoms. Those are sick. I love them, man. Those are great. Danny Carey loves Rototoms. Instead They're of Bill Bruford. Dude, God, you can get them so dead. Oh, yeah? Like, I've got the thickest heads on them. I've got the hydraulics. You like and them dead? I, I like them dead as fuck. I like all my drums dead except for my snare. Okay. You can tell I'm wide open. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, I like that. In my car, I've got... Oh, it's probably like five inches thick, maybe. Wait, what? Maybe six. This kick drum that I've got in my car. Have you seen that little guy? It's tiny? Yeah. No. It's like I mean, it's like that thin by 20. I don't know. You'll have to show it's me like after... 20. Yeah, After it's this. cool. That's awesome. That's what I usually use. And I, I've been recording uh, like this new Infinity Backflip EP. Ooh, yeah, I played oh, yeah. played drums on this one and like went over to my buddy's house just to record one song and like ended up doing four. And it was just like fucking the craziest recording experience I've ever done. It was fucking. I've never done songs like start finish, start finish, start finish, start finish. It's always been like, all right, let's lay down drums for everything. Let's lay down bass, keys, and like get some scratch vocal, vocal. So it was rare. It was live. No, it wasn't live. It was just all like 10 a.m. till about like 11:30. Just going straight at it. Yeah. Just going, just whipping at it, but doing like crushing a song, song, song. But you just part at a time, not. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. When's that coming? As soon as you want it, and anybody listening on this, if they okay, just cool. hit me up, you can. Yeah, well, how can they hit you up? Go ahead and oh your, shit! Go ahead and throw your handle out there. Barracks underscore barracks, I think. Or just at Christian Barracks. I no. think it's at Barracks Barracks or Barracks dot Barracks. Okay. Yeah. I, well, whenever I put this out, I'll put it in the notes. Nice. So. Yeah, that'll be fun. Well, that's at Infinity Backflip, I think, or something like that. Okay. I don't know. I should get... That sounds right. I mean, what is it? Yeah, band? I'm sure it'll pop... The know. band is called... Ex- Infinity, Infinity Backflip. Infinity Backflip, yeah. yeah. If they type that in, I doubt there's many right. Infinity Backflips out there. The one. So, you said ACDC, but, like, what was your first instrument that you learned? Learned, like... Or did you... So I, f- I faked it till I made it, like, real hard when I was younger. Like, got a, uh, so I had, like, a little flying V, yeah. and, like, I just didn't play it. Like, I just, you know, kind of did some, did this. I did that for a while, you know? <laughs> and then uh, I got a BC Rich Virgin, and I did the same thing. Like, I loved playing it, and I loved music, but I just, like, didn't. I guess it was just like too much, you know. I was always outside. I raced motocross and shit like that. Hell yeah. And just like skateboards and scooters and fucking riding in wagons and shit like that. You know what I mean? Just like literally just fucking like anything with wheels. Yeah. (laughs) Just going fast. Hell yeah, dude. You know? I had a hill down my street and it was like it was gradual so driveways driveways were just awesome riding toys yeah and if you had a bike like fucking just like cruise down anything yeah maybe every now and then build a little jump yeah oh dude always building jumps yeah I love jumps that's awesome so you did a lot of skateboarding other you were really physical yeah just always outside that's cool you know sports were okay I liked sports 
but it was more about like, oh, extreme sports, like, yeah, cool. Yeah. It was, you know, jackass was out, so just yeah, like doing yeah. anything, just being stupid, jumping off like, you know, anything and fucking, you know how it is. Yeah, dude. Being a kid. Yeah. Always having fun. So my buddies started playing. I went to a Catholic school. So like we had mass every Friday and two of my good buddies started playing fucking in the church. Like, like when we, when we would play or like when we would have to go to mass, they would be playing. And that meant they got out of first period and first period was English. And like, I was always a bad speller. So I was just like, oh dude, I can get the words. This will be tight. So I like, yo, I've got a bass because they made, uh, I wanted to play, or I wanted to play guitar in band and like learn how to play, but they wouldn't let me play guitar. They would only like, let me play bass. So we got this like little cheap bass. And like, I just would always turn down. Just like, yeah, whatever. I don't wanna play this instrument. Just like, kind of snooty. Just like, woo, fake it till you make it. So you- oh, they, and then they're like, turn up. And then I'd be like, and then I'd hit like a little note, turn back down. And then, so I was like, oh dude, they're they're playing a mass and they're like my friends, like we can have fun, like all morning and then I can get the words for the test. So like, did the same thing. Like, oh yeah, I know. Like we've got like sheet music. I was like, I know how to play. Turn down, like all right, sick. <laughs> and then just like skated by. So then it came to high school, right? And I'm playing with my buddy Evan Douglas, who's like, these these next two people are my best friends of all time. Like, playing with Evan Douglas, and he plays drums. And he's, like, sick, and he plays a Tama. Like, he had a, he had a fucking sick kit just like you, this blue oyster, like, oh, fucking yeah. sweet-looking thing. Oh, yeah. And he was all, like, the jungle beat kind of the guy. Like, he had, like, stacks going on even back in the day, and he was just fucking... You know what I mean? So we would do like little bass and drum things, you know, I'm just over at his house chilling. And then uh, all of a sudden he starts playing with this dude named Steven. And I'm like, who's Steven? Like, I don't know him. And turns out they're like gonna start a band. And I'm like, oh, I know, like, I know bass. Like, let me play. They're like, hell yeah, like, come on. Meanwhile, I still don't know how to play bass. I'm just like, I don't know chords. I'm literally just like faking it till I make it. it sounds right? great, you've been doing well. And then, all of a sudden, Steven's like, all right, it's going to be like G-D-A-C. And I'm like, all right, I got you. And I have no clue what that means, but I'm looking at his fingers. So I'm just like, all right, sick. Like, and whatever sounds good. And then from then on, dude, I've been playing with Steven Roberts till this day. Mom will be proud. You've seen Mom will be oh, proud. Oh, of course. I know Steven Roberts. Yeah, we met in high school. We've been doing that since high school. Wow. Yeah. Dude, I had a class with Steven in college. Belmont. Good dude. Yeah. Very good dude. He did. We were in public speaking together, and hit one of his presentations was on why he liked Stephen Jaros of Flaming Lips, and I was like, hell yeah, this is a great, <laughs> like, yeah. great uh, presentation. He's the fucking man. He's one that I look up to, to be honest. He's just like a stand-up person, smarter than hell, so good at music. He can play everything he does. Listen to his music. Mom will be proud. I should bring him on here. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. He would love it. Okay, cool. You have a great time. Soon. Definitely. Dude. Yeah. So, did that, and then that's how I started playing bass, right? Okay. And I just played bass for a while. And that was in high school, right? Yeah. Strumming. Like, when you got home, did you practice? or? No, not really. <laughs> You're like, I'll just go back and then I'll fake it again. Well, I, I liked practice because that's when I got to practice and play. And then, like, when I would get home, I'd either, like, be outside with the friend who, like, lived three doors down. Because, like, we raced motocross together and, like, we were always just, you know, riding bikes and shit. And by that time, I'd go go home. But then, like, watch a little bit of TV and go to bed. You know? And I'd just wake up school and do it all over again. Did you live on, like... A lot of acres. Mm-mm. I lived in suburbia. So how did you go off-roading or race dirt bikes? We had we just drove. So it was Texas, you know. Drive north a lot of the time. Fucking like Red River was fun for just like going out and like riding on sand and like whatever you wanted. Like because there were dunes out there and you'd ride by the river or there were like kind of tracks and like 
also like some uh, fucking trails and all that kind of jazz. And then there was like Badlands, which was like another spot where it was just like straight motocross. And then what were some other fucking places? Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. Very fun, man. Very fun time in my life. Yeah. And then ended up selling all the bikes and bought my Mark Base amp. Because like we were playing in this band called Thrift City, which was Steven, Evan, and I. Like that dude who played drums and then Steven, Mongoly Proud. And then college. Started playing music there too. It all gets very convoluted. Just a bunch of bands. Did anyone you know from Loyola come like come back here, come to Nashville? So Neil was here for a bit and Alex lives here and like we all played in the band Donovan Wolfington and who and then Phony is Neil's new band. I'm trying to think of who else. Because there's gotta be there was Dan Dan Optich was here. I mean, but he didn't really play much music. How, what made you decide to come to Nashville? Just for a job. I didn't want to work in live music. I like nine to five kind of stuff. Worked at ASCAP and then got laid off, COVID. Yeah. What's going on now? Doing shipping freight. I'm doing logistics over at Chariot Logistics. That's awesome. Loving it. Yeah. A lot of time, which is like, uh, it is what it is, you know. A lot of time. Yeah, what do you like mean? waking up early, getting off when you get off, working on call some weeks. Well, I guess during this period, it's feast or famine. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's every week when you got bills to pay. That's true. You know what I mean? That is very true. I've already got the house. I've got yeah. the car. You need to fucking, I just, I'm a slave to the fucking bills. Yeah. I got to make it work. You know what I mean? Yeah. How's that been working out for you as a driver? As a driver? Or like, do you see it as a driver? How do you... Oh, yeah, I love it. I mean, I love my life. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And I was always raised with, you know, you gotta fucking... You gotta go to work, you know? You gotta fucking work for your bread and like... Yeah. Shit stacks up if you want, you know? And if you want what you want, you gotta fucking... That's great. you, You gotta make it work. Yeah. And this is what I specifically got to do in my life. It. I love it. Yeah. yeah you got to want it. Yeah. I mean, I've got the things that I want, you know. That's great. I've got, you've seen, I love that base. Dude, your car's sick. I love my oh, car. I love my house. You got you to gotta come yeah, over to my house. house. It's uh, off Sanford, off uh, Nolensville. It's oh, a great spot. Sick. I love it. Little tiny dude. Sick couple rooms i got a little office you got a little place where you play bass at and oh yeah i've got all my i've got i've got so many little fucking so you'll have bring, to come over and bring my little... cocktail kit over there yeah i have like yeah. a miniature oh yeah and i mean i've got it. a bunch of drums too if you want to play the drums at my cool. house but the cocktail kit would be cool yeah i don't know like how you said your house small so i figured you know like dude it's perfect cocktail yeah, I mean, you got to see this kick drum that I've got in my car, too. Yeah, I know. Because if you put that in, like, a Rototom or two... Oh, my. That's all you need. Yeah. I love I it. I love that, because you can just use all the rims for anything else you need. Well, Any you know, cicada sounds? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, yeah. It's mine. That would be tough. I just thought about maybe adding a snare to a head, too. A snare to a head? Yeah, like, somehow, like, fastening a... Little strainer onto it oh, yeah. with a throw off. Oh yeah, definitely. On a on a rototom because I've got I've got yeah. the big ones. Wait, wouldn't that mean it would need a bottom head? I don't know. I think I might. It just needs be able a to bottom th- head to 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 hold, rattle. Yeah, to make it rattle. The Rizzo. It's gonna hold that air in. It's like a membrane. I don't know. I think I can make it more jank. Yeah, I mean, it would probably make a sound. That's, right? You know. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It everything, would make a sound. Everything, like, does something. Especially for drums. You can make anything sound cool. Yeah, please. Yeah. Yeah. I really want to get some rototoms. I want to get, like, a lot of little cymbals, too. Oh, dude. Yeah, the the oh, little tiny thick oh, ones. Splash ones. Splash, oh, splash bells. Everything, dude. Yeah. Every times. <laughs> everything. Dude, one day I just want to like create my own symbols. Come, come, like you know, dude. come into a room in my house and just like. That's 
little tree, things vibrate, wobble. Uh huh. You know, I love it. Little wood chimes. Yeah, a couple fucking like pots. Yeah. I'm talking everything, dude. I love playing with a ton of shit. Yeah. It's always fun. I love doing that and just taking up the like smallest real estate. I love it when bands are just like, or when I'm playing in a band, it's just fucking, we're all tucked in. Yeah, shit's fun as hell. You should see my, I have like so many cowbells. I have like a cowbell tree, basically. Yeah. The gallery of cowbells. Yeah. It's great. And obnoxious. (laughs) There's some like uh, the German like bands that there'd just be a dude playing cowbells. You seen that shit? Yeah. It's awesome. They do it for Oktoberfest down in uh, Germantown. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Dude's ripping. I need to see that. I guess watch some videos of it. Who all did you know that was going to move to Nashville? Like, did Steven, was he... Well, I just well, knew, just I knew Steven was here. I, uh, like, just through touring, I uh, met a bunch of people over here, specifically, like, the uh, Rachel crew and, like, Paco Tapes. And have you heard of, like, Dead House or New House in Nashville? Maybe. This was, like, oh, I would say... I mean, they were doing it since they'd been in Belmont. And they played in this band called Rachel, and they would always throw a bunch of parties and, like, would literally hold sick fucking bands. Like, all, you know, Two Inch Astronaut, fucking Of Love, like, all that Boston crew back in the day would play there. Fucking Alex G. Ah, uh, who, dude? Freaking every, that's a weird, like, I'm, you know, I'm, I was just listening to those bands, so it's funny to throw them out. But, I mean, literally everybody went through that place because it's Nashville. It's, like, super close. And if you're, like, kind of DIY or even a little bit bigger, it's fun to play a house show. And yeah. they, they threw a great one. And they treated people right. And it was awesome. And then, you know, every time I would come here, they would be so cordial and fucking would throw a great party. And there would be great bands on the bill. And there would be people there. And everybody would be having a great time. Yeah. Fucking Robbie and Cody treated everybody great. Fucking awesome people. And then uh, moved up here because I love Steven too. Steven's like the man. So we lived together and lived together for a while. And then I met uh, Dave Nelson through playing music and uh, working at ASCAP. And then we moved in together. And then it was me, Dave, and uh, Steven for a while, which was a great time. And we played in, uh, Dave and I playing Sandra Bullets. You know that band? Of course. Sick. Yeah, I've seen you many times. It's great. I love that band. Fuck yeah. And, uh, you know, great crew. I'm trying to think of who came from New Orleans, though. Uh, I know that uh, Connor Terrio is a fucking great guitarist, and he moved up from Lafayette, and he was just through the circuit, too, Mm. like, coming through and everybody chilling. And it's always just, like, Nashville's, like, a good, felt like a great spot because everybody was so nice to us all the time. Oh, shit. And then, fucking, what am I talking about? Justin Chaney uh, from I'm an Island. Him and, or, yeah, him and his sister Sarah, fucking, and she plays Sarah Bug, like, new band that is fucking just rocking and rolling. You guys should check both of them out, I'm an Island and Sarah Bug. They were a duo that fucking came up and just started fucking rocking and rolling up in Nashville. And then Joe White plays with I'm an Island, and he's a multi-instrumentalist as well plays with uh saturdays up in here you got i think you've played have you played with them it's not ringing a bell because everybody plays cobra you know what i mean yeah, I it's very incestuous down joe white's like everybody's playing with every band and oh yeah you know what i mean it's melting pot here. yeah it's, it's like, cool i mean good someone. music comes out of it yeah it's great i always like i meet someone six months go by later and then some other people that I know know them now and it's like wow it's like one it's a very small world here but very large world mm-hmm. soon enough everyone gets to know if you're you know if you keep going everyone people get to know who you are you mm-hmm. know? I mean thinking back on it it's just man there's always music happening always which is great we're talking about here 
talking about here and yeah. just in my life. Yeah. Just always playing, always fucking. There's a lot of rocking. Here, here provides a lot of very driven people too, which is great. That is great to be surrounded by. Yeah. Totally. I mean, I. I just like it because it's fun, man. Yeah. Why do anything it is, else? It's <laughs> fun here. It's very, it's kind of well, bohemian. I, I mean, being in Nashville too, like, I love going to Percy Priest. Oh, yeah. It's right there. I love going, like, to my bars that I like to go to. And then I love mixing it up, going to Midtown, going to fucking downtown, and just, you know. Yeah. It's, there's yeah there's so many facets to to nashville it's great like you can go 15 minutes out in any direction too and just be in like beautiful beautiful areas like why not like trails lookouts yeah it's it's easy yeah it's easy lovely. living it's great here i mean it's it's excitement everywhere everyone you meet if you want it you can also hermit in it's what, however you make it and I feel like that's with every town you just gotta like it for what it is you know what I mean mm-hmm. there's great parts to every place just gotta find them yeah that's true yeah I mean I love living over here on the east side mm-hmm. it's pretty accessible I can walk run around here because it's mostly neighborhoods yeah so I feel like I'm like sheltered in a little bit mm-hmm. and I'm like back in the trees <laughs> Right? Yeah, it feels good over here. I like here. being in a nook, you know what I mean? feels great over here. Yeah. I like it too, because, I mean, anywhere you go, or I go here, and I'm sure you too, yeah. there's friends that live there. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I've got yeah. a bunch of friends that live over in the east. Like, it's fucking yeah. fu- great to come over here, yeah, hit know. hit all the spots over here, you know what I mean? They're all mini towns. Yeah. Like, why like, would why would anybody not? Yeah, you know what like, I mean? It's like you travel, like, whenever it, I go down south. That's like, funny. Like, it's like uh, ethnic food galore. It's like oh, ethnic man. food mecca. Shout out, shout out to Taj, and Taj. shout out to King Tut's. Ooh, I haven't been to King Tut's. I have been to Taj. It's on Nolansville before you hit Taj if you're coming off 440. Okay. And it's on the left. It's like a, it's a truck is where they make the food, but they've got this like outdoor seating, which is going to start to feel good finally. Oh, God. You know what I'm talking about? Have you ever? It's Ethiopian, like. Oh, I love Ethiopian. It's awesome. I was just about to ask you, have you ever been to Gojo? I still haven't been. That's an Ethiopian place. I still haven't, I haven't been to the one. It's right next to Twin Kegs. Twin Kegs, shout out. That's my <laughs> like. It's my favorite bar. Okay, I was yeah. about to ask you well, what, what are your say, bars. Well, I mean, I don't want to. Well, yeah. I, no, uh, <laughs> back when you know. Twin Kegs, though, shout out. Shout out. We don't want any stalking. <laughs> That's a problem. What's been your favorite venue to play at? That's tough. I would say like venue. I don't know. High watch just ringing a bell right now. Usually, usually treated right and like great sound. Usually great crowd. But man, I love playing houses. Like, Me too. That's yeah. usually that's usually the spot. Fox and wait, was it Fox and the Hound? No, not Fox and the Hound. Uh, 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 yeah. Stone Fox. Stone Fox. That place was awesome. I never actually got to go there, but I knew about it. That place was awesome. Basement's always fun. I love the basement. Probably there in Five Spot are my favorite. Five Spot's fun. Yeah. They're all cool. They've all got their own thing. Yeah. Like East Room's tight. Yeah. You can, I mean, Cobra's tight. Shout out to all these places. Go to every single one of them. Yeah. Support your local businesses. Yeah, well, that's why I was like, you know, what are they, you know, some of like, Dino's is fun, Duke's. Yeah, shout out to all of them. Yeah. What is the, have you been to the Caribbean place? There's also one in South Nashville. Um, well, there's the uh, Delicious that just opened. That's pretty good. No. Um, Behind the Shell. I can't remember. It's There's one, it's like next to Baja. Oh, Vui's? No. Because Vui's is that's great. That's great, but that's Vietnamese. That place is awesome. That is amazing. I'm talking about uh, not Conga, but it's in Chattanooga. Oh, shit. I do know what you're talking about. Uh, well. Anyways. 
I was gonna give a shout out to that Caribbean I, place. It, it might pop into my head. We'll just blurt it out whenever we remember it. How, how long have you lived here now? Since 2014. Okay. So. Seven years. Yeah, seven or eight. It's been it's a completely different city since then. Mm, yeah. No. No. Yeah, ish. Yeah. A lot of uh, a lot of condos, but a lot of business. Yeah, a lot of condos and business. I don't mind. Of... I don't mind the business. No, we just keep counting the cranes. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are moving here. You know, it's a lot great. of people are moving everywhere. Well, it's just, just you what... know the way it is. No, I feel it. I think it's a great thing, which means there's industry in it. There's mm -hmm. economy building. Exactly. So it means growth potential. Yeah. It means. Yeah, it means you gotta. It's, you gotta it means that the, pick it up. It's it's here, you can you can get it too. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It's inspiring to me. This city is like that's why I love living in East Nashville. Well, I mean, you said people are, are driven. Like it, yeah. they are. All yeah. of my friends are so driven. Yeah. And like, on the ball and doing great things. Like, shout out to all my friends. I hope I come up with more people to shout out to. Well, it's just Dalton Smith. Yeah. Shout out, brother man. Yeah, definitely. Fucking great band. Yeah, um, Chris Winfrey. Yeah, great dudes. I should talk to them about coming on here. Yeah, I mean, when I first came here, it was very inspiring. It's, I mean, it still is, but like, you could feel mm -hmm. the the booming industry vibe energy here. Everyone's like very like play an instrument oh okay and then you like go see them live and it's like seldom you'll see like a really bad act but it's like everyone's like super good at their instrument hell yeah the most part. Mm -hmm. so you're surrounded by that and that kind of like forces you to move up you know what i mean mm -hmm. like i always tell people if you live in nashville even if you're not a musician after living here, you become a better musician just from absorbing music, the people, any restaurant, bar you go to. Even if they're not playing music you like, it's still probably going to be a tight band. Or like, oh, always. Yeah. If they're playing out here, yeah. you got to be, you got to be on it. Yeah, very exciting. And I feel like you're always getting better at music, no matter where you're at, too, because you're always taking it in. If you're if you're trying to get better, you are getting better. You Definitely. know what I mean? Definitely. Take it in stride. Because music is easy as fuck. You know what I mean? Just go for it. Yeah. Isn't really a wrong answer. No, there's never. You know what I mean? And you're always getting better. That's the main thing. It is. Yeah. It's, I, I love just the art of practice. Just practicing. Even if no one's around. I'm playing by myself. And then knowing that I did like better today right. than I did it yesterday right. and it's like I went mm -hmm. I'm on that's ecstasy that's I'm on right. fire you know and every time that's I can good. do that better and better it's like incremental okay, improvements yeah and you're always getting better because you're always hearing something you know different or the same that you can key in on and that's getting in your like brain I mean everything is every day you're getting Search. older every day is in, like you're fucking getting better it's like more shit your body's taking in. Fine wine, just getting better. That's right. Yeah. Well, I, I remember you telling me this one band that you really liked. I can't remember the name of it, but I remember there was like a unicorn on it. The cover. Or a horse. It's like a 90s band. Star or something. Or, um... Sparkle Horse. Sparkle Horse. That's oh horse. my lord, that's what that's probably my favorite band, if not one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Tell, like, tell oh us about lord. them because I remember you showed wow. me. Yeah, like a that's... year or two ago, I wrote your your other forerunner. Wow. And you're like, listen to this band. I was like, who's this? Like, Sparkle. Yeah, horse. Mark Leonis, just like monster musician, made some of the most heartfelt, just rock and roll I've ever heard in my life. Played like with the heart, fucking let shit go, you know. It's not perfect, but it is so perfect. And like the tones that the, that he used and got or they got as a band. Minimal when it wants to be. 
totally overboard when it wants to be, but so originally like fine tuned. Like I had never heard anything like it. And still to this day, nothing sounds as good to me. And like his, his lyrics just get it for me. Him and Yoni Wolf from Y, like those two, like people just fuck me up. Straight up, crazy people. Like just so musically inclined to another level that, oh, you know what I mean? So I gotta say, shout out to them. Shout out to Y, shout out to Sparkle Horse. Fucking doing it original. Uh, Mark Leonis, uh, unfortunately. Died. Mental problems, killed himself. But, you know, hopefully in a better place. Why still kicking it, doing their own thing. I didn't really, I'm not really the biggest fan of them anymore. I mean, they've put out some stuff that's just kind of not been my personal favorite. You know, I'm sure they're doing it for someone, but great bands. Awesome. When did you, did you discover them later? Uh, These are uh, high school. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, what would you say you're like, three or four essential in high school like did you go through phases of like ninth grade as of this tenth grade or like mm-hmm. like I remember by senior year I was getting into like Radiohead so like my favorite band in high school was probably at the drive-in okay wow. okay Mars Volta fan I'm assuming no I mean yeah. not really okay. my cup of tea but you know I dig them I've seen them you know, their uh, lead singer actually just like commented on one of my comments, which was really cool. A little punk video. And I was like, you, this, you know, thank you. And he was like, yeah, check out his band. It's like, cool. Sick. Made me feel good. I caught his, I, I caught his washcloth at a Mars Volta show, actually, uh, at the Palladium in Dallas. What's his name? The guitar, the guitar player. No, the guitar, uh, the uh, lead singer Cedric Bixler Alver Alves. Oh yeah, the lead singer you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, Cedric. Yeah. yeah, he had like the big giant like Bro. hair going on. Yeah. When was that? I don't fucking. I'm high so school. bad with high school. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely shaped me as a musician and a listener. Who uh, who's the drummer in that? Is it uh, Tom or John Theodore? Uh, no, he was Mars Volta. <laughs> right, I didn't know if he... It's the dude who played in Sparta, if you know that band, but I can't. Uh, I've never heard of a band called Sparta. Dude, he was killer. Uh, listen to the tracks, 19.8D, Resuch. Okay, wow. Who... Napoleon Solo. Sick. Dude, they're sick. Who now have you been digging or listening to a lot of? Well, throughout that time, too, like, and still, another mainstay, Daryl, this Dallas band. I've never heard of them. They're fucking, it was fronted by this dude named Dylan Silvers. He plays in, like, Polyphonic Spree and shit, and he's got, like, a band called Crash, The Crash It Took Me. These machines are winning, but very prolific Dallas dude. Just fucking... Daryl, killer shit, check him out. And then Centromatic as well. Fucking Denton band that I've just always listened to. Shout out to Ben Littlejohn and Chris Littlejohn. They they like shaped some of my music too. I've been playing with them for a really long time. And like we were in Dallas bands, so we like knew these other bands. Like we opened up for the Crash That Took Me show. Just like through them playing at Zound Sounds and knowing like all these other Dallas musicians and like showing me Dallas stuff and Ben Little John lives here just fucking kills it on like the recording game and mastering game like play, he plays pedal steel and bass he's fucking gnarly plays guitar he's fucking so sick check him out uh Bendrix yeah I've Bendrix never, Littleton I've heard of any of this it's awesome yeah I'm sorry I'm I'm stoned y'all so I'm just I'm fucking <laughs> What you're hearing is what you're getting. Just kind of no, streaming consciousness. I'm just filling out. I'm running with it. Well, I, I, I also don't just want to run on for fucking ever. Oh, no, don't worry. Don't worry. This is the show to run on.
what would you say like your experience has been since moving to Nashville? What were some of your favorite shows that you played, bands you played with? Or... They've all been good. Every show's fun. Yeah. Yeah. What did you? But like? sorry. No, uh, go ahead. I don't know. Just you know, playing in Iman Island's always a fucking great time. Justin Cheney's a hell of a rider. Joe and Sarah drum. are killer. I play drums with them now. Okay. Yeah, but I was originally the bass player. Playing with Mama Be Proud's so fucking fun. Steven Roberts is the monster songwriter who also fucking sings and songwrites in Good Times Family Band, which I also play drums in. And they're just a fucking riot. We've played like four hour shows. We played a four hour, or maybe even five. It was four or five hours at a head shop in Murfreesboro. We played at the Smoke Token inside what? during 420. It was just, <laughs> it was a hoot and holler and a good time. Let's see. We only, Infinity Backflips only played one show, but it was great. It was like right before COVID at uh, Twin Kegs. That was fun. I don't know, dude, every, all shows are fun. Yeah. I remember watching you play uh, with Phony at Twin Kegs. Hell yeah. That was a good time. Fuck but, yeah. Y'all did a Kiss cover, I'm pretty sure. Right on, oh. yeah. Probably Detroit Rock City or something. We, uh, so Connor Terrio, who lives here too, and Connor Brodnick, who just moved back to Maryland, he's studying monkey, um, like all essence of monkeys, I guess. Primates? Yeah. We played in Phony, so which was, which is funny that you brought that up because they're, you know, NOLA kids. Also, shout out to the best punk band of all time. What are they called? Fuck. You're going to have to come back. 80s, 90s. Oh, no. It's Connor Bro- one of Connor Brodnick's bands. Oh. But anyways, we were playing in Phony, and we were going on tour one year, and it was right around Halloween, and Neil was just like, you know what? Because we were practicing that song, he was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's play like a handful of Kiss songs and then just like a few of my songs and go on tour and dress up as Kiss the whole time. So every night we were fucking painting our face in the van and like walking into a walking into a bar where like no one was dressed up for a few few shows just because it was like not Halloween, you know, or not close to it. We were just like, yo, what's up? Like rock and roll, we're kiss. And like just I was playing Rototoms and shit. Oh, it was great. So funny's fun. Yeah. Dude, every playing music is fun. Like I can't stress it enough. Just like do it. Don't worry, you know. Never worry about it. Let it come. It's fun as hell. Treat it as that. You know, and if it's a living, treat it as fun, but rock and roll, you know, get your shit done. Like, fucking, I know you can make it. You know what I mean? What have you been doing to feed your musical thirst lately? Because people are doing different things to... For that kind of therapy. I so, guess. like I said, I did that thing with fucking Ben, which was crazy. That was the first time, like, I had been with, like, a person rocking out at really as hard as we did. I mean, I'm a gearhead, so just, like, I'm always thirsting for, like, fine-tuning my gear or, like, getting other gear, swapping, buying, trading, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, I mean, like, what are you, when you're at home tinkering around and whatnot, what are you, like, working on? When you put, I'm guessing you like, you know, pick up your bass. Dude, I, yeah, it's literally that. I pick up my bass and like, cause so I sort of, I sort of kind of surround myself with them in my little office. Yeah. So I've always got shit and everything's always plugged in. Like I've got like a little, uh, cue cord right next to me. I could just like, you know, at any time, like a little drum machine or just like bass, guitar. I've got this like fucking synth guitar thing. Dude, hell yeah. I'm just all about it. And it's literally just pick it up, fucking jam around. If something comes, something comes, and I'm like playing a song. And if not, I'm just fucking, you know, scribbling along, you know? Whatever sounds cool, I'm like, oh, sweet. You got your little mad scientist sound. Yeah, that's, you know, it's a a release for me for sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, hell yeah. Cool. Then put it down. Yeah. Okay, pick it right back up, you know. Yeah. Pet the cat, fucking toot around the house. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking pick up the guitar, dude. Play the organ. 
What's your cat's name? Dewey. Dewey. Yeah, she's the sweetest fucking angel of all the time, one of a kind. Is that D U E Y? D E W E Y. Yeah, wow. she's the sweetest little pea. I love her. What color is she? She's all black. Ooh, she's I got like a she's things. got like like a handful of little white sprouts on her chest. Oh, white. Oh. Not even a touch, just a little, you know, like four or five sprouts. Oh, oh dude, she's so sweet. She's a little lover. She loves uh, little butt pats. Oh. Yeah, little taps. Mm. I love her. She sleeps with me. Oh. Yeah, she's a little cutie. How long have you had her? Probably about three or three and a half years. Oh, okay. Yeah, she, like, I never thought I'd ever have a cat. I thought I was a dog person. Early on, before I even moved in with Steven, because Steven had this, has this cat named Big Guy, which is literally the cutest thing I've ever seen. But he moved out of that house that I was with with David, the Sandra Bullets David, David Nelson. This cat just kept coming around, and I was like, we're not taking in another cat. How fun is it to leave these doors open and just, like, chill when it's nice outside? You know what I mean, boys? And everybody's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they smoked six, so they were out there, and this little tiny doodad was just always loving up on them. And they were like, you know, they would always look at me like, come on. One day I was finally like, all right, like, let's do it, boys. And then it turned out that, like, I love this thing, so I, like... You know, took it to the doctor, and, like, I was the one who was buying the shit for it, and then, you know, she became my cat, and I love her to pieces now. You know what I mean? And now I'm a cat dude, because I guess I've got a cat, and it's my favorite thing. That's awesome. Yeah, aside from, like, that base down there. And yeah. Like, she's the... You come she, home, and she just... Oh, she's so sweet. Gives you that nourish. Oh, she, yeah. I just want to stick my face in cat's bellies. Oh. I don't know if she, see I can't I probably can't do that to her if I like claw if I you. do it she every once in a while she'll claw but like she I know where she she knows where I pet her I guess oh, okay. or like she's come accustomed to that because it's been so long because she's young you know what I mean yeah uh, you know I think I don't know I think pets like come attuned to what their owner pets them as and if That's you pet true. them different they're like oh what's going on right all right. You know, and especially cats, like, they're like, wait, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, when my cats were, like, babies, I would hold them as much as possible. So mm -hmm. they got used to it and touch them all the time. And, exactly. You know, and stick my face on them and, like, they knew not to, like, claw me or anything. Uh -huh. And so now I can just, like, I can just... Like, give them a good little pat and then stick my face in the fur and just... Oh. Breathe into it. Oh, it's so great. I love pets' ears. Oh, yeah. Ears are my favorite thing to pet. Yeah. Give them like little kisses on the ear. Oh. Oh. I love pets. I love petting cats on the arch of their nose. They love that shit. Ooh. Like take the uh, like kind of sideways action yeah. or horizontal. They love that I'm shit. Or at least to... Dewey does. I always heard behind the ears was really good for cats. Do see all I know is really Dewey because I'm not. I was never really a cat person, but she lives like right in front of the ears, oh, wow. like right where that little patch is. Does she let you pick her up? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. She's a licker, which is the most annoying shit. Because in the middle of the night she'll lick, and I'm like, come on, because it hurts. I'm like, come it's like on. Sandpaper. Yeah, because <laughs> she like tucks herself in. She's like, she always wants to be like wrapped up. And she'll freaking, like, lick the shoulder. And I'm like, ah, oh, god dang it. <laughs> I love you, Christian. Oh. I'm trying to sleep. She's a sweet pea. That's awesome. Wow. We've had a great time. It's going really well. Any shout-outs to your bands that you want to give? Handles out or, like, how they can follow up with you or if anybody listens to this and says hey he sounds like a cheery lad yeah. i would love to jam with that guy hell yeah well i hate the pressure of it because like if you forget anything oh don't worry about it i mean just like any bands or anything you're working on any projects that you're gonna release soon or excited that you worked on yeah well i mean it's just everybody that i've ripped and like 
so shout out like Infinity Backflip, shout out um, Good Times Family Band, shout out I'm an Island, shout out Sarah Bug, shout out Oblique Angle, uh, Sam Bernhardt's uh, band, I don't think I talked about, he's a fucking baller yeah, bassist, oh yeah, great fucking dude, shout out bands shout out sandra bullets yeah we're about to drop yeah we're about to drop a track nice yeah probably within definitely or yeah we're dropping one next month be on the lookout awesome i can't wait to hear that yeah it's called look look be a good good little tune i want to look at that (laughs) okay i got two final questions for you and what is something that you would tell someone planning to move to Nashville or like wanting to play music what would you tell them maybe something that you've learned here like playing music in Nashville or moving to Nashville just playing music in Nashville playing music in general like word of advice have fun have fun Uh, if it's not working out Either get out of it or find a way that you like it. Yeah. You know what I mean? The grass is always greener where you make it. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, and then here's the final question. What is one absurd thing you love to do? Oh, shit. I want to come up with something fast, but it's not coming. I do a lot of absurd things. Oh, God. You got that little... You still have that little bike? Oh, yeah, but uh, me and Connor Terrio, me and Con T popped the back tire because we were riding at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) I love shenanigans. I'm getting into all shenanigans. Shenanigans. Fuck. Uh, One absurd thing I like to do. I like to switch chug a beer with a friend, which is just like drink a a beer with, with however many people and you just drink it fast. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, like chug for chug. We used to, yeah, we used to call it, like in college, we'd be like, all right, 10 seconds, and then everyone has to drink for 10 seconds. I like that. And then, so whatever anyone was doing, if you're having conversation, you'd stop and just, so that way you knew everyone was going up the mountain <laughs> with you. Hell yeah. Ascending. I like camaraderie, that's what it comes down yeah. to. Yeah. Oh, I love fucking playing Bloody Knuckles. Ooh, that's how do you an play? absurd like thing. Punching or do you play I'll with play anyway. I like anyway. I used to play with the coin. And the coin's fun. It's all fun. Yeah. I mean, as long as you're I'm, having fun doing it. Dude, I haven't played that since probably eighth grade. We used to play Bloody Knuckles a lot in school. I love Bloody I mean, I shouldn't, you know. <laughs> I'm not saying come play with me or anything, but like, yeah, it's fun. When someone bleeds, share the same coin. <laughs> oh, no. Why not? It's great. Life short. Yeah, I used to. Pr- I remember in eighth grade at home, I used to practice. Like, really? Sliding. Yeah, I had a little pencil duct tape to my desk, <laughs> and then I would use a dime or a nickel, and I would stick it between my thumb and. And just as hard as I could into the pencil. And eventually it would like chip away and like chew into the pencil. Like I got pretty, I could do it pretty fast. I thought there was, yeah, right there. So that's from a Frank coin. Damn. Benjamin Franklin. No, the, uh, I can't remember what country it is, but they use a Frank. Oh, okay. Germany maybe? I don't know. But yeah, that was playing on the uh, cafeteria table. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. It's funny. It was fun. Yeah, I mean, was... there's a little memory. Exactly. <laughs> I have scars, memories all over. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Oh, wow, yeah. It was a great time. Yeah, this went by fast. Yeah.